cliffcentral.com. Time for Borge because it is now uh, 14 minutes to 8 in the morning. Not that that matters to you if you're listening to us on the podcast, but that's usually when George joins us. And here he is. Hey, George, what's hey. happening? What, what is going on? The, well, there's always something interesting going on in the background on these calls we do with you. Where are you now? I'm in my garage, cars charging. There it wow, is. what a garage. I mean, I, my, you see, if I had to broadcast from my garage, it looks like absolute shit compared to yours. It looks so tidy and organized. Well, I, I had to, I had to make it tidy because uh, um, you know sometimes there's interesting cars parked in here. Damn right. So what is that plugged in now? What do you got there? Uh, this is my iPace. Oh, nice. Uh, and um, it's busy charging. It's on about sixty percent charge. Um, probably get it to about eighty, ninety percent. It's busy charging from the solar panels up on the on the roof. So. Uh, um, you know, in that way, you don't have to pay for fuel. Well, we got a couple of people who've got questions for you, George. So we'll get to those just now. But tell us what you have for us first. Okay. So, um, um, have you ever pitched up at a uh, parking lot, wherever, mm-hmm. and um, somebody has parked over two bays? Mm-hmm. Yeah, often. Often. And Basically, a, a, a pupil is what you call pupil. him. Yeah. I mean, let's be fair, though. There, there are some places, some shops or, or, you know, parking lots or whatever, where they, they make them very, very small. Uh, there's some that are extremely tiny, and then there are those ones that are very big. But there are assholes who park across two bays, yes. But also it can happen to you as like secondary smoke where somebody else has parked like that and you're forced to park that way. Yeah. And you look like the arsehole when that person yeah. leaves. Right. That's also true. That's also true. So this, this lady and, uh, um, she had an, uh, she had an apartment, um, um in America, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, um, she, um, rented this apartment with two bays. Right. And she only had one car. Okay. So what do you do if you've got two bays and one car? Um, and, uh, Whatever and, you and want. So other people would park in, other people would park in her bay and she would leave sticky notes on the windscreen. She would say, please don't park in my bay, you know, sometimes get a little bit nastier. Um, uh, and, uh, um, and then she decided, well, stuff that she's just going to park across both of her own bays hmm. only to find that she got rude notes on her windscreen saying, don't park over two bays. And it's hers. <laughs> okay. But this happens. Uh, I mean, we, we laugh about it, but this happens in Cape town too, where parking is at a premium, right, George. And people are, uh, they buy they buy an apartment, but your parking could cost you more than your apartment. Exactly. In in New York, there are there are very few people who can afford both the place that they live in and a parking space, which is why people prefer to use public transport so so much of the time. Um, and if you've bought two, you park across the middle of both. It's yours. You paid for it. I, I totally agree. But does, does that apply in parking lots? Let's say you drive into a parking lot and the parking lot is largely empty and you can park across two bays, would you? No, you don't need to be an no. asshole, I suppose. You don't need to be an asshole. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, uh, so anyway, so this, this, this poor lady got uh, a bunch of stickers on her windscreen Shame. saying, uh, <laughs> don't park like this. Um, and, uh, um, and, uh, she, she effectively left a note back on the note saying, uh, um, I am the asshole. Uh, I'm, I'm an asshole for parking across my two paid bays. Uh huh. 
Well, Jean has a suggestion. This is horrible, but carry cable ties in your car. If someone parks like a doer, tie a trolley or two to their car doors. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Ah, oh, people have got great ideas. That's so cool. All right, uh, people. Pe- people are uh, people are creative, and then um, and then and then Gareth, you know, if you if you couldn't transport your car somewhere, mm-hmm. right, or you needed to transport your car somewhere for, uh, um, and you and you and you had no other way, um, would you hire a truck to put your or a, or some kind of truck to put your car on in order to move it from one place to another? Mm, this is a very complicated question. I've never had to encounter this problem before. Can I? Well, if you look, if you look at the link I just sent you, you'll mm-hmm. see that this guy hired a mo- oh, wow. removal truck. Oh wow! And um, and in hiring this removal truck, hired one that was wide enough but not long enough. So um, the state troopers pulled him over. Yeah, I got to show people um, this picture. I've, I've got, just got to put this up on the screen because this is easily one of the weirdest things. You, you can, if you close your eyes now and picture um, what a car inside a truck looks like, you you have an idea of it, like night, night rider where he would park the, you know, he'd park his car in the truck, right? But that's not what we have yes. here. We have a U-Haul, which is like a little mini truck in America they use for moving things. And the car's half sticking out. Here's the picture. Take a look at this if you're on YouTube. You can see oh. he's, like, he's <laughs> It's just basically up to the back. The front of the back wheel is in the U-Haul. The rest of it is hanging out of the back. <laughs> That's and great. the interesting thing about this uh, particular maneuver was the only thing keeping that car inside the U-Haul was that single strap around the back of the bumper <laughs> when the state troopers pulled them over. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. great. <sighs> All right, what else you got? Um, and then uh, a question. Can your electric vehicle, can this I-Pace uh, um, power your house? Mm. Um, it's been uh, quite a quite a topic of conversation, and uh, at the moment there is only one car in production in the world that has what's called bi-directional uh, charging, which means that you can use the plug to charge the car and you can use the plug to extract electricity. That's uh, and VW are sporting an EV that can do that too. I mean, this is the one country in the world that we would want that, right? Because you sometimes need power yeah. for your house when you have it in your car, and sometimes you want power for your car when you have it in your house, but you. Maybe not have both because of ESCOM. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. So, so, so if we if we if we did the maths a little bit, so and we use this iPace as an example, right? This is a ninety kilowatt hour battery. I know because of the inverters I've got installed in the house how much electricity my house uses, mm-hmm. and um, my house uses approximately, excluding the car, my house uses approximately twenty kilowatts a day. Hmm. So twenty kilowatts a day it uses. Um, which means that this car uh, um, could power my house for approximately four to five days. Phenomenal! Wow, we got to have a That's way to. Cool. We got to be able to extract that value, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, so I, I think I mean the thing of the future is to allow the cars to plug into the houses, and uh, yeah. um, you know then there's creative things like selling the electricity back. Um, but these cars can power a house for. Two to three to four to five days in, in most instances. Uh, of course. Jeez. Yeah. Of it's course. like it's almost worth buying the car and then renting it out to people <laughs> to as like a generator yeah. during load shedding. <laughs> uh, I, I just I can imagine people that are running out of power in their car because they plugged it into the house and the house is taking all the power. Then they can't go to the shops. Then they complain that their car has no power. <laughs> so uh, you never know. Well, 
you just never know. You just never right. know. And then, uh, um, and then you 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 get these uh, driver assistance uh, systems in cars called DAS systems, driver assistance systems, which keep you in your lane. You've probably driven a car that has a lane keep assist on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, You've got cruise control that keeps the distance from the car in front of you. Um, all called driver assistance systems, and they usually level, most of them are level two self-driving systems, which means that you can't take your hands off the steering, etc. Tesla's autopilot, as you know, is the best one in the world so far. Um, so the AAA, the U.S. Consumer and Travel Services Organization, did a test with uh, um, with a couple of cars. Um, so what they did was they, uh, they wanted to test these driver assistance systems, and uh, they uh, put the car onto the road, overtaking a dummy car traveling in the same direction as the test vehicle. Then they had one overtaking a dummy cyclist um, heading in the same direction. And then they did one Sorry, with I just, a want, dummy to, I just car. want to correct you there. Every cyclist is a dummy. <laughs> no, Gareth, stop it. Sorry. I knew you would do it. I needed to say that. Sorry. Um, and then they did the same thing in the opposite direction. So head-on collision type stuff at 40 kilometers an hour. Mm-hmm. And in the tests, in the uh, in the tests, the cars all avoided the, uh, the 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 cyclist as well as the dummy car, the dummy cyclist, and the dummy car going in the same direction, but crashed into the ones in the opposite direction. So the only car that braked for the for the for the dummy coming in the opposite direction was the Tesla Model Three. Hmm. It braked down to a speed of about five k's an hour, but still crashed into the dummy car. Sure. Hmm. So there's still work to be done basically yeah there's still work to be done don't trust these self-driving systems entirely you know if you if you like this ipace for instance um has lane keep assist and an adaptive cruise control which means that uh, it keeps it in the lane keeps the following distance um, on the highway f- um, from a car in front of you um, and it breaks if the car in front of you breaks but i've had instances where the car breaks too late i'm quicker than the car um, and uh, so you should never take your eyes off the road if you are driving. No, we're, we're still a way off of having this perfected. I mean, ultimately, once all the cars are electric, and I mean, this is a pipe dream. It's a bit utopian to think this way now. But then, obviously, the machines will see the machines, and then it'll be safe. But at the moment, yes. there's still too much room for human error. George, a couple of questions for you because we've got to wrap this up. So MM wants to know, uh, George, you never mentioned that EVs should not be charged to 100% and the battery not be allowed to be depleted beyond 30%. That is to preserve battery life. Is that right? That is absolutely correct. However, MM, um, the, like the iPace that's uh, standing in my garage here, um, you, you don't really get access to the last 10% of the 90 kilowatt hour battery. So the cars, uh, the car's software actually doesn't allow you to use the entire battery. Oh. Um, and it doesn't allow you to deplete the battery to Ooh. zero either. So a lot of EVs are built that way. Um, some EVs aren't. Some EVs allow you to access the entire battery. This iPace doesn't. So you're absolutely right. You shouldn't charge the battery um, consistently beyond 90%. And you shouldn't let the battery deplete. I would say 30% is is probably the, the, the safe bet to preserve the life of your batteries. Lithium-ion doesn't like being deep discharged. That's interesting. Um, they don't put that in the T's and C's very often. So it's, it's good that we're having this conversation here because, you know, we've got to refer to the good and the bad when it comes to these things. But Congo, Chris wants to make an apology. I've done my homework on the SpaceX Tesla and I mentioned uh, that I mentioned two weeks ago to you because I knew you would too. It's going to be an options package for the Plaid Roadster. It's being held up. So that was in respect uh-huh. of a, an argument that you and Congo, Chris had a couple of weeks ago on the show. 
So he's just coming into. Well, it's not surprising. uh, We 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 are running out of batteries worldwide, and a lot of uh, a lot of these cars are are not coming into production. Uh, You know, VW has sold out all of their EVs. Um, You know, so worldwide, we we are probably going to see a bit of an EV EV shortage. I so love I'm be surprised if that option package doesn't come. I love the idea that your char- your car may be able to charge your house and vice versa. That's something I'd never thought of before, George. And I really think that could be a massive gap in the South African market. I mean, imagine your car does a better job than Escom. One mm-hmm, vehicle mm-hmm. does a better job than a huge parastatal that's it's worth nothing but is in debt to billions. It's just unbelievable. All right. Well, I mean, uh, be, be, before we go, I only use 20% of this car's battery a day. No more than that. But where are you, are you just, is this going to work and back, doing the shopping, that yes. kind of thing? Shopping. Okay. All, all of that stuff. It, you use no more than about 20% of it. It does drive me a bit crazy, though, when my battery is, I love 100%. I'm very happy when my battery's at 100%. So I don't know if I'd be <laughs> able to cope with that. All right. Um, so we got, uh, we got to say our goodbyes. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the week. And by the time you blink, it'll be Monday again. But have a nice weekend. Keep warm this weekend. Uh, any closing comments, uh, George, Ben, Leanne, anything you want to throw in there that you haven't already? No, but very nice to see Ben two times in a row. I know. Hey, George. He's, he's going to well, be two and a half. You, you, yeah. He's going to be around a lot more, whether you like it or not, George. <laughs> we all better get used to each other. And by the way, um, no more mentions of Frank Herbert or whatever his name is, Ben. We're going to ban that. Otherwise, it's good. <laughs> why, do you hate, why do you hate brilliance, Gareth? Why do you hate genius? <laughs> all right. Cheers, everybody. Have a happy weekend. We will see you on Monday. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cliffcentral.com.